This is Free Talk Live, talk radio that you control. You can call in and talk about whatever is on your mind. That number is 855-450-3733. And with you tonight, it's Aria. And Conan. And Joe Biden is showing his age again. You know, it was really bad when he had the campaign slogan of, what was it? It it was something really, really old. I know he changed the name of his bus to the No Malarkey Tour or something like that. Yes, that that was it. No Malarkey. (laughs) I, I... how old are you, man? I I have heard suspicions, theories that, in actuality, one of his uh, campaign members is a Hillary <laughs> mole who has I, been giving him really bad advice. <laughs> tell him, to, yeah, go right ahead with it, uh, Mister Biden. Malarkey. That's that'll really that'll really get to the uh, the millennials out there. How and, does and Hillary listen, benefit from this? Well. Uh, she could still run. That's a scary thought. Uh, I I do believe that uh, she's waiting for the opportune moment uh, to swoop in and uh, put her name on the list. I mean, she wouldn't be able to, and here in New Hampshire, she wouldn't make it on the primary. Okay, but well, she, that's good. She, but she could still run. Well, yeah, I mean, anybody can still run up until I think the day of the actual election. But if she's going to run again, I would think that she would want to win. And if she can't even be in one of the more in one of the first primary isn't new hampshire the first primary in the nation correct but she, i mean according to hillary she did win she but she, she got the two million more votes or something so if 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 it for, you mean nationally c- correct so okay. so dan the electoral electoral college right uh and well the, that's different from not being qualified to run in a primary well, i don't think any of the well i don't think any of them are, are qualified to run period but uh well, they're qualified to, to run. They're just not qualified to rule. Correct. That's and that's where I was going with that. They're in their mind's eye. They are the right choice. They can fix it all. All they got to do is get their get their hands on that that power, and they could change everything. They can make it all better. But we know the truth that uh, they're just nannies. All of them on both sides, by the way. Oh, a bunch for of, sure. Just a bunch of nannies. I found it odd that Joe Biden did ultimately go with no malarkey on the side of his bus instead of something like no BS or something that would have actually appealed to, to the younger, to the, to the younger yeah. crowd. Great. And that's what he needs. He needs the younger crowd, which I mean, he's got establishment Democrats and I think that's it. I don't know that he has any of them. I think I, th- <laughs> I think that uh, I don't know anyone who likes him. So here, for example, pr- pri- prime either. example, my boss, she's a lefty. This is at the post office. Uh-huh. She's she's from Vermont, of course. She's but she's a uh, so she, she's oh, so of course she's a Bernie boy. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, but to, just to just to uh, to bring out the the bubble that these people live in. Of course, we have kind of a, a divided workplace. So there's a little little on the left, a little on the right, and then there's me, of course, and I'm really the only one who'll talk politics because I can get away with it. Yeah. Everyone else is kind of kind of quiet as to where they stand, but. Uh, some I think I think the news was playing and Biden got brought up and I think I said something to the effect creepy old Biden creepy old Uncle Biden yeah. and and my boss she looked at me she's like well what's that all what's that all about <laughs> JoeBiden.info and I'm is like what that's all about yeah I know I'm like you you don't know anything about Biden sniffing kids and uh, <laughs> having kids on his lap and he's and he's creepy about them rubbing his leg hair and learning about roaches and just all kinds of she had not heard. <laughs> any of these stories i'm like you got to be kidding me i mean she's a democrat she, she always asking me which candidate she should vote for i'm like well I mean, if you've got to vote democrat and you there's a gun in your head you vote vote tulsi yeah 
And uh, no, she had never heard any of these stories. And I'm like, what rock have you been living under? This guy, that's, I mean, that's all you have to do is this Google Biden, Biden. Yeah. <laughs> and at least one of the top picks is going to be him sniffing some kid. So, but she, she was oblivious. She, yet, had not, she had not heard any of it. Despite his weird fascination with young kids, he seems to be completely out of the loop and enable, incapable of reaching people who are younger mm-hmm. with his politics. Yeah, he's, he's, like, he's, like, he's, like, he's like an old Monopoly piece. He's like, he needs to be phased out. He is seriously in another time. So coming to us from TechSpot, politicians rarely have anything good to say about video games, and former U.S. Vice President Joe Biden is particularly unimpressed by the industry, calling developers that he met at the White House creeps and arrogant, who make games that teach people how to kill. <laughs> I, I like, like, like the military doesn't do any of that. Well, yeah, they certainly do, but video games uh, kind of don't. Well, I mean that—that's this. This is an age-old uh, debate as to whether not for anyone under thirty, not even for anyone under forty. I mean, it, it, the, the, the age-old debate is that video games make us violent, right? Which is, no, I mean, nobody is, under forty even. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Even entertains the possibility. Well, all you, all you have to do is look at the stats: violent crime, homicide. All of it's all going down. So more video gamers are actually. Uh, you know, present, and yet, and on violence is going down. So, how is that? Where, where do you get off saying that? Well, uh, correlation Call of certainly Duty, doesn't equal causation, right? So, I'm not going to say that the two are linked, but violent crime is definitely on its way down. Except, except, well, I mean, what about violent? And uh, the, the the pro uh, violent video gamers will say that uh, the school shootings are going up, and that's where you get these nutty kids. Uh, who when you say pro violent video gamers, you mean the anti video game people correct okay so that's that's their uh uh contribution is school shootings school shootings is i going mean you up. might as well blame Marilyn Manson and m and m and doom and, yeah and, and of course they did, but the, it's just people need a scapegoat to blame when something horrible like that happens i don't really blame them for that. I just wish they would find a better outlet. Well, they've got to. He's got to blame something, and he's been on this bandwagon since since the beginning. He's he's, he's always been against the video. He's always been on the video games are bad for you uh, side of the debate. It's curious that he would call someone a creep. I mean, his his nickname is Creepy Uncle Joe. Yes, I don't know if anyone else has called him that, but if he comes to Keen, which I'm sure he will, and I'm available, I want to ask him if I can stroke his leg hair. <laughs> While he sniffs my hair. I think he was in Peterborough, just a town over, and he did have some people in the in the in the crowd who stood up and and asked him why he was so creepy. And then well, see, I wouldn't even and, do that. I would just embrace the creepiness. Hey, and, and about the Ukraine, can I stroke the, your leg hair, and about the Ukraine money. See, and, I don't care about any of that. that. That's just corrupt politics crap. I don't care. I mean, that's what politicians do. Is they abuse their positions for their own personal. I benefit. think that I think that he would uh, he would rely on his old age and that he's just he lives he does live in a different era where it's okay to have a kid sitting on your lap and you know stroking their head because back I guess back I, they stroked his leg hair apparently. Yeah. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> have you seen the animated cartoon of it? No, I okay, haven't. Okay, so someone took his speech and they made. An animated cartoon to go with it. It's phenomenal. We is have it, to watch it at the break. Is it the No Agenda clips? No. 
It's way better. So Biden, who is currently campaigning to become the Democratic nominee for the 2020 presidential election, which is kind of like running John Kerry against George W. Bush when you come to when you really think about it, is like the most bland, boring Democrat you can find against a Republican who just everyone hates George W. for slightly different reasons. Right. And you're still going to manage to lose. Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I don't think any of them. Warren, uh, Steyer, which, by the way, I think I've gotten like 20 plus pieces of mail from Steyer. And I don't even know who the hell he is. I don't either. He's just some rich guy. Uh, who else? He just pops into my feed and my YouTube videos from time to time, and I just keep scrolling. I, I mean, no one likes any of these guys. I but like Tulsi. But, I, but I do believe that uh, they could get behind Hillary, and I do believe she's going to swoop. I think she's. I think she's going to put her her name in the hat. She's just waiting for uh, more heads to roll, more people to jump out of the out of the uh, the race, and uh, she's going to she's going to come in and she's gonna be like, well, you know, I didn't really want to run, but it looks like I have to. Because just look, you know, none of these guys are going to beat Trump. And I'm the only one who, who has who, lost who, to Trump. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> who stands a chance in hell. Uh, so I'm just going to have to I'm just going to have to take one for the team and put my name in the hat. And, you know, people would buy it. Yes, they would. Despite the fact that she is literally on record as losing to Donald Trump. C- people would still buy into this idea that she somehow is the only one who can beat him. Yeah. I guess it's all that political machinery she has backing her. 855-450-3733. What do you think about the Democratic frontrunners? That's 855-450-FREE, as in free. This is Free Talk Live, talk radio that you control. You can call in and talk about whatever is on your mind. That number is 855-450-3733. And with you tonight, it's Aria. And Conan. And here is a Liberty update from LibertyCon. Don't miss these two very special debates. First, is government necessary? This debate features David Friedman, who is Milton Friedman's son, and Timothy Sandifer. David will be arguing that government isn't necessary, while Timothy will be taking the ridiculous approach that government is necessary. Second, does capitalism require government intervention? In this debate, Gene Epstein, the economics editor for Barron's, will debate Stephen Perlstein of the Washington Post. Epstein will argue against intervention, and Perlstein will argue in favor of it. Be part of LibertyCon. LibertyCon is a unique Liberty Convention, April the 3rd through the 5th in Washington, D.C. for people who want to network with more than 70 pro-Liberty organizations for career advancement or business and internship opportunities. Visit LibertyCon.com for more details on the incredible list of speakers, events, and student discounts. That's LibertyCon.com. Use code FTL for a $10 discount. Now, we're making fun of Creepy Uncle Joe. Because uh, Joe Biden, he he sucks. And he, he so overwhelmingly reminds me of John Kerry that I can't believe Democrats are going to make that same exact mistake again. I think he is not as boring as Kerry. Kerry was just duh, boring. But at least at least Biden, Biden. has so many gaffes that, I mean, he's just everything. He, everything that comes out of his mouth can be snipped and made fun of. That's that's an excellent point. Speaking of, I forgot to pull up that cartoon during the break. But before we get back into making fun of Joe Biden, let's go to the phones. We've got Tom calling from Hudson, New Hampshire. Tom, you're on Free Talk Live. Speaking of the presidential primaries, I 
we've got a couple of points to make. I've been uh, visiting, doing the town halls and uh, checking out the candidates. And uh, one thing at Exeter High School, where Bernie Sanders was going through the usual garbage, uh, he also made a very valid point about the news media. And he said that if he were to slip and fall on a banana peel up on the stage there, that is the one thing that they would report. Nothing about the economy or health care or any other stuff. They would report that he slipped and fell on a banana peel. So Sanders is and essentially saying that the media is biased, fake true. news. That's fake news. They're, they're, they're biased towards whatever gets people to watch. Any, because you've got a million couch potatoes with their thumb on the remote, and there's cartoons and pro wrestling and football on the other channels and soap operas, and you've got to keep them glued to it. And Bernie Sanders slipped and fell on a banana peel is something that will keep them watching a lot more than anything boring. And, and voters like that are unqualified. They, they have no business voting if they, they don't care about the issues. But I also... Um, I don't know if Sanders is correct. Um, I don't think Paul, it's that, yeah. you know... Uh, people are disinterested in his economic positions and things like that because the New York Times, uh, MSNBC, all of those, they will talk about Joe Biden's and Elizabeth Warren's economic yeah. ideas. I think because it's just that they don't thing. like I think it's just that they don't like Bernie Sanders. This is true. It, they are trying well, to railroad him and it doesn't. It, but you're right, Tom. It, 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 all, you have to, all, all you have to do is is uh, look at the last debate and all anyone heard from that silly debate was the hot mic where Bernie was saying, or Warren was calling Bernie a liar, that you lied to me on national television. That's all we know about that debate, because it was just so boring. But it, so it's a, you're right, the news media is only going to report on things that, the, uh, that the, the couch potatoes want to, that'll get them interested, and they're also trying to railroad Bernie. And can I bring up something else? I also have been following Tulsi, and, uh, okay, she is, pretty much the same as the others on the positions on the issues, except uh, the one major one as a member of the National Guard currently and as a soldier who's been deployed to Iraq and uh, as such, uh, and a member of Congress since 2012, uh, you know, your experience in Congress or House Foreign Affairs Committee is pretty much equivalent to if she was in the Senate all those years as far as political experience, Andrew Yang, uh, hey, President of the United States is not an entry-level job in uh, politics, but she's against uh, the re wasteful regime change wars. And I think that, you know, as much as so many people believe that Barack Obama would pull the United States out of Iraq and then he reneged on that, hey, I think Tulsi, uh, watching her on the stage, going to these town halls, this, this is an issue of great personal importance to her, and I think that she would actually deliver on that and you know you that is why i Hillary wouldn't Clinton. vote for her in the 2020 election that and because i don't support actually voting in presidential elections i would do it oh, yeah. but only because the person i would vote for wasn't wouldn't win anyway but um yeah tulsi gabbard we've heard these stories about peace and stopping regime change wars and all of that before and it was in fact barack obama and the lies he told us about it that caused me to become a libertarian. Yeah. Now, I think Tulsi would actually do it, but that's, I mean, if you I have don't. to pick a terrible uh, a, a Democrat or 
even worse Democrat, and this is only the primary, and there is no libertarian primary in New Hampshire. And there the is, other option there, is there, there is. There was just a libertarian primary in New Hampshire. It was won by Vernon Supreme. And okay, so then that's over. And if I'm still undeclared, then I have the option of going in there and picking up a Republican ballot and voting against Trump by voting for Bill Weld. But, uh, you know, I would cut off my hand before I wrote down Bill Weld's name on any (laughs) voting form whatsoever. I would vote for Trump before I voted for Bill Weld. Anyone from Massachusetts. At least Trump didn't claim to be a libertarian, despite all of his flaws. At least he didn't do that. Yeah. So, I mean, if there's a real libertarian running in November, then I'll vote for the libertarian. But while Tulsi is trailing in the polls, I do have to mention. Yeah, she has no chance of winning the nomination. If you vote against the best, whoever's the best candidate, if you vote against them because they are trailing in the polls, then you are as guilty as the rest of them who vote for somebody worse. So uh, never mind the polls and never mind Iowa, because they pick corn, we pick presidents. It's our job to evaluate the candidates. I don't like any one of them, actually, but I I would say that uh, all of the Democrats being equal, except that Tulsi would actually pull the United States out of the regime change wars, and she would actually do it, and the others and she would end the That's putting a lot of faith in a in a person who's from a class known to be liars, Tom. But she's she. Yeah, so was Obama. Hope and change, you brother. You would have to be there at these town halls and listening to. Her, yeah, it's called charisma. Uh, sociopaths and psychopaths they they get very far running on just charisma, just getting people yep. to believe their lies. Tom, you said you've been to a lot of these meetings uh, here in New Hampshire. What has the turnout been for each candidate? Well, the biggest ones were for uh, Warren and Sanders. Those, those are the humongous ones. I didn't go to, uh, haven't, I missed one I, I forgot about uh, for uh, Pete, yeah. the, the, the homosexual guy from Indiana. <laughs> well, and Tom, I, Tom, thanks for the call. We're, we're heading out to break. More about Joe Biden and probably Tulsi Gabbard. Coming up, this is Free Talk Live. What do you think about the current Democratic field? 855-450-3733. This 855-450-FREE isn't... The next generation wallet is coming from Divi. In just a few taps, you'll be able to send, earn, spend, and exchange digital money in seconds. Send money around the globe with only a swipe. Instantly exchange between Divi, Bitcoin, and Fiat right in the mobile app and withdraw directly to your bank account. Divi already offers the first one-tap solution for earning passive income with crypto. Multi-tiered masternodes allow everyone to partake in the network. Visit DiviProject.org. DiviProject.org. This is Free Talk Live, talk radio that you control. You can call in to talk about whatever is on your mind. That number is 855-450-3733. And with you tonight, it's Aria. And Conan. And I want to tell you about the Edge Wallet. It's the mobile wallet that I actually use in day-to-day life. This is not just me talking about something that we're advertising. No, I actually use the Edge Wallet for both personal reasons and for Ladies Night Out, which is being planned for ForkFest. But it's a wonderful mobile wallet you don't have to do any of that 24 word pass pass phrase crap none of that all you need to do is set up a username 
and a password. And from there, you can log into Edge to recover your cryptocurrency if you get a new phone or if you break your old phone or whatever. As long as you know your username and password, you can always get back into it. It will buy, sell, trade, and securely hold cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin Cash, Bitcoin Core, Ethereum, Tokens, Monero, Ripple, Stellar, and many more. With a tagline of Secure Your Freedom, they've been building it since 2014. You can check out more about it at edge.app. That's edge.app, or just look it up on the Google Play and Android stores, or Google Play and iOS stores, sorry. It's, it's the best mobile wallet out there. But, surprise, we've got Mark calling from the Northern Marianas Islands. Mark, welcome back. The one thing you can say about Trump is, at least he didn't call himself a libertarian. Yes. <laughs> I, I will. By the way, what was that back there? Was that a bird? Or was that your chair squeaking? Closing the window so there wouldn't be any noise and made noise. Yep, you sure I, did. I would definitely agree, though. I mean, I was the one who said that. Now you know you were just kind of poking fun at me for saying that. But yes, the one good thing that Trump did was not call himself a libertarian. Um, I mean, I, I suppose that's fine. Doesn't mean anything to me, particularly. <laughs> but uh, I heard an interesting theory. You guys were talking about. Um, uh, Tulsi Gabbard there, and I heard an interesting theory that I thought I'd share. I think I endorse the theory. I'm not going so far as making a prediction here, but I just kind of like it. Uh, you know, it, it it appeals to me. So she was the only one. She quit the Democratic National Convention. I mean, she was on the path to power, and this is the reason they hate her is because she quit uh, the DNC. To support Bernie Sanders over Hillary Clinton. Yeah, wasn't and, uh, wasn't Tulsi Gabbard like the the Debbie? What, what was her name? She was like the. What was her position within the DNC? I guess is my question. In front of me, but Wasserman it was, uh, Schultz. Power. Debbie Wasserman Schultz. Debbie, yeah, that's Debbie the name Wasserman I was Schultz. For. Yeah, who was uh, who replaced uh, Kane, who stepped down presumably to get the VP slot. For uh, so that uh, Wasserman Schultz could uh, take over and do a better job for Clinton, presumably. So they don't like Tulsi Gabbard because she supported Bernie Sanders over Hillary Clinton. I believe that that's the that's the uh, I believe that to be true. That certainly sounds completely believable. Basically, as soon as Tulsi Gabbard came out, they were calling her um, every name in the book. Uh, I mean, hit pieces were out on this lady from the very beginning. And um, you know, if you believe that. And the media tends to slant left. I do. Then um, they're going to be paying attention to leftist politics. Uh, leftist politics says that uh, that Gabbard's a bad person because she, she, well, she betrayed the party, and therefore everything that Gabbard does needs to be attacked. So when Gabbard says, you know, these are foreign wars of uh, aggression, well, that needs to be attacked, and this is what's turned the left to be now uh, less anti-war than say they could be otherwise. Just a theory. Um, and Well, if the, she the, adjusts uh, some of her positions, I dare say that Tulsi Gabbard would be more at home within the Libertarian Party than Bill Weld was. Yeah, I think that, that's, uh, that some adjustment would be good. But she's, I mean, she's basically your standard issue leftist on every domestic policy out there. Yeah. I mean, I'm not... You know, what is a standard I'm, I'm issue leftist? <laughs> What's that? 
What is leftist? a they're socialists? Well, a standard um, issue leftist. I mean, like that's all you know, trans rights, gay rights, kind of stuff. Okay. But I mean, uh, you know, every form of socialist policy. Um, I don't, you know, when when it comes to new created rights, I tend not to be very, uh, you know, supportive. But I'm supportive of people to dress how they wish and act how they wish so long as they don't aggress against other people. So I'm for gay and trans rights if that's what we're talking about. But um, you know, I'm for individual kind of rights, you know, and, and yeah, I imagine you like. agree. So, but, uh, let's let's say for a second that Sanders manages to pull this off and it looks like he quite possibly could. I can't see why creepy Uncle Joe would make the uh, the cut. He's the single worst choice the Democrats could make. <laughs> I don't know. Elizabeth Warren is pretty bad. Too. Last time. She does happen yeah, to be a female. Not no, not creepy. <laughs> and she doesn't have years and years and years and years worth of policy that you can point back and say, well, you said something different here, Joe. He's, I mean, he's he's the consummate flip flopper. Yeah, but so was Hillary. And that didn't so seem I, to really hurt her any. I, I mean, so is Trump. And that didn't hurt him any. Agreed. Maybe 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 we're in a new area of flip flopping. I don't know. I just don't think that it, it would be the worst choice they could make is to put. Biden in. And I'm talking from a strategic standpoint, not from a policy standpoint. They all suck from a policy standpoint. They're Democrats. Um, But if Sanders manages to get in, whose policy sucks, um, maybe he'll feel some loyalty. Sanders is the closest on foreign policy, although he doesn't trumpet it like uh, Gabbard does. He's the closest to Tulsi on um, foreign policy. And I'm sure he likes her quite a bit because she stepped up and did something. She's a woman. She's uh, an ethnic minority. She's a religious minority. And I tend to think that uh, she may draw in some votes that Sanders couldn't draw in on his own, uh, especially with her anti-war policy. And it's not like Sanders is a young man. And the way he uh, hollers all the time, he's probably going to go out in a blaze of glory as opposed to lingering for a while. I would hope that Tulsi has more self-respect than to be Bernie Sanders' running mate, if that's what you're getting at. I think that that's what's going to happen, and why do you? Why not? Uh, because Bernie Sanders sucks on everything. And, I mean, Tulsi Gabbard well, sucks on everything, too, except that one position, it, it, which is somewhat tolerable. It does make sense. Uh, they are, you know, he, he would be looking for a female. Oh, yeah. From from the that's other, a given from the other side of the country, so they have their you know they can p- play both sides, uh, and and she has supported him, so I think it makes perfect sense. Um, also, Sanders is pretty good on the war issue. It's just that he's not he doesn't talk about it as much. Well, as I understand it, he tends to vote yes on the war issues when it means that the state of Vermont is going to get money to build more bombs and aircraft parts. He's a career politician. Well, yeah, and that's kind of the issue. If it's going to make the United States wealthier or whatever, then he's going to vote yes on the war. We're not talking about who's going to be a good president here, Aria. We're talking about who's going to be the president here, Aria. Well, I don't um, think it will be either one of them. Well, who who um, do you think will get the nomination? If they send Sanders and Gabbard against Trump, it will be Trump and Pence again. Well, it's got to be Trump and Pence again anyways. Not necessarily. This is, I, I think this is a given at this the, time. The thing is... A whole year out, I'm saying it's a given. The thing in 2020 is to run the most bizarre, obnoxious, weird candidate that you can find. 
And the Libertarian Party so far is doing that with Vermin Supreme. <laughs> yes. Vermin Supreme John McAfee as president and vice president would beat Donald Trump simply because the shenanigans around those two I don't are know that impossible we can, to not watch. I don't know that we can trust John any longer. He's a liar at this point of the game. And, and nuts. But he's always been nuts and he's always kind of been a liar. <laughs> that McAfee can recover from the eat his yes. uh, dessert, uh, situation. And the way he could do that is simply to have a uh, an English dessert called Spotted Dick. Yes, that was and, it would have been so easy. Or he could have he could have bought a cow and named him right. Dick. That that would have all been disingenuous There's, though. How is he but but how is he actually going to do it? It's not There was no ambiguity about his bet. <laughs> Everyone knew what he meant. Look, it's a joke and <laughs> Um, He was wrong, and people make predictions. This is Free Talk Live, talk radio that you control. You can call in to talk about whatever is on your mind. That number is 855-450-3733. And with you tonight, it's Aria. And Conan. And we're making fun of creepy Uncle Joe and his attempts to destroy himself in any rapport he might have with people who were under the age, age of, of dinosaurs, I guess. I, I don't know. But Biden. The best way to characterize Biden, though, is definitely he's just a dinosaur. He is a relic of the past. I think I think a lot of Warren's a dinosaur. Um, yeah, Hillary certainly. Oh yeah, definitely, and a lizard. Yep, probably. Yep, and maybe even a clone. And see, she, and that's what's dangerous. We have to watch out for these cloned lizard people. I mean, I'm telling you, they're it, all they want to do is raise the Earth's temperature so to be more, you know, beneficial to their cold, cold skin. Let's go to the phones. We've got Larry calling from Indianapolis. Larry, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey. Hi, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, I'm laughing like hell, you know, because the Democratic candidates, who in their right mind is going to take them serious? I listened to the uh, the so-called impeachment hearing today. People are, the, the Democrats are suicidal. I mean, the minute you start to hate, then you're going to end up committing suicide sooner or later. You got Joe Biden. He is, I mean... What, who's going to take him serious? And Elizabeth Warren, she is so daffy, I tell you. Their candidates are nothing, and Trump is going to humiliate them. I think what the country should do is come together behind Donald Trump and give him a Congress and the Senate next time so that he can uh, bring this country back into uh, what it can really be for the future. But uh, the Democratic candidates, man, I tell you. And this impeachment, Aaron, I mean, you young guys in there, you ain't got no future if we don't elect President Trump again. Uh, we don't have a future anyway. I mean, let, let's just be well, clear about well, that. Suicide now? Because I want to ride, I want to ride the train wreck until it comes to an end. Right off the cliff, right yeah. off the side hey, of the cliff. Well, you might as well ride it with, with, a, with a champion like Donald Trump. <laughs> I don't know to what extent Donald Trump he's, is a champion. He's our champion. <laughs> well, I, I'll, I'll disagree with you. I disagree with you all, with all the Trump uh, concepts there, but uh, I do agree with you on the the the, the, the Democrats. They are. 
at this at this point in the game. I don't game, think Larry is actually being sincere. I don't think he actually likes Trump. Hey, I am. Hey, I'm colored too. I tell you, I was a 64 year old color man right here in Indianapolis for many years, right? Right. And I'm a Democrat basically, but with the stuff they got, they had Hillary the last time. <laughs> what were they super. thinking? <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, hey, uh, you know. Trump's been a Democrat his whole life. Do you think he changed two years ago? Do you think he's still a Democrat? Hey, he's a good man. He's I think he's done man. whatever was most politically expedient at the time. All his all his buddies were Democrats, and he's trying to sell them houses. Yeah, hotels. Well, my my, my uh, friends here in town have rebuked me because I go along with Donald Trump. But the, you know what I'm looking to get next time. Uh, now hold on, time, you're you're being serious. My- you actually support Donald Trump? I do support him. I, I adore him because he is bringing this country back to prominence in the world, and he is beating our enemies down. Hey, what I'm enemies? A mega hat. You do have a mega hat, right? I'm gonna get one as soon as I find out how to order one without getting online. But uh, <laughs> I'm sure I can find a friend to help. I'm a dinosaur, I tell you. But you know, you, how old are you guys? In your forties? I just turned forty-one yesterday. Okay, well, you got a long way to go, but you're going to find out that uh, people like Donald Trump are once in a lifetime occurrence, and and they. <laughs> I would the agree right entirely with that. <laughs> to help us get to help us get back on course, and I hope it stays once in a lifetime. Business. How's that now? I hope it stays once in a lifetime. If he wins in well, 2020, like then it's twice said. in a lifetime. So I guess you agree with the Greta Thornburg girl too, right? No. We are, I, I don't think any of us in this room are on board. That silly train. That that train is. Uh, I don't know. I don't know or care if the climate is changing because uh, it's going to do what it's going to do, and humans it's are either do going what to. It's gonna do. Yeah, humans will either adapt or they will die out. That's right. You adapt because you know the human species is really like a cockroach, right? They oh yeah. Survive. And a baby can thrive. You know, sometimes you talk about you got babies born with deficiencies and so forth or crack addicted. They can thrive all the way through that, and kids can thrive too. But uh, there's nothing we can do if we do have climate change. But Greta Thorberg is a comedy clown, and she got the uh, Person of the Year award from people that, you know, another thing I admonish you guys to do the last time I told you, is find out what's behind political correctness, you know? And that is the Civil Rights Act of 1964. George Wallace explains that in his speech, the Civil Rights Act of 1964, a hoax. What do you consider to be political correctness? All the stuff that's going on now, like our our kids. I was over to the State House today. This one senator, he's maybe my Can you give me a specific example? Here, I okay. This... This one sportscaster, right, was working. They've been here calling game for coast for many years. They had a, a, a intern to come and work and to learn how to be a sports announcer. Our sports announcer, Bob, he said the N-word in passing as just some other sportscaster had used it in that pretext. She got mad and, and called in on him and got him fired from his job. And she, they fired her, too. Because we're teaching our kids that if you heard the word, uh, the M word, or if you heard somebody talk about slavery or something like that, 
they're not supposed to do that because that makes you emotionally, that traumatizes you. Triggers. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. But the political correctness deal is carrying on so much that you can't even have no fun no more. And that's all because of the Civil Rights Act. It penalizes you for speaking your mind and your thought pattern or something you done many years ago. I've but, never uh, I've never hesitated to speak my mind and I've never well, been fired from a job and I've and no, it certainly wasn't because of the Civil Rights Act. Yeah, that I have, held my you, tongue. You know what political correctness you 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 see people that are losing their jobs over what they say all the time. Well, for being but assholes. You, you want to know what you want to know what that means. It's it's in that it's contained in uh, George Wallace's speech he made in '64. But uh, I just say, you young people, you need to buck up and and, and stop being so tender. And stop being unrealistic for somebody like Chelsea Gabbard, which is an ignorant person, and Bernie Sanders is a sick old man, and uh, Joe Biden is is, is a lunatic, and the, and who the other boy Pete? He's got nothing coming. So we need to get behind our champion and and rush him on to victory, like he's going right now. He's our champion. Well, who knows? Pete might like to get behind Donald Trump. Ooh. I certainly will not. Uh, I, I, I can't believe that. Larry, thank you for the call. I can't believe that he was actually serious in his support for Donald Trump. Now, Larry has talked extensively here on the show about things that the police have done. That's just absolutely horrific. And Trump, all the way, is one of the thin blue line supporter people. He's all about that law and order type of crap. Or at least he, he claims to be. He's good friends with Arpaio. Is he? Yes, he is. That's he, he right. Pardoned Arpaio was going to. What, but is that because he's good friends with him and he agrees with him, or he just was trying to appease the base well, who is who supports Arpaio? Friends with him. Is there a difference? I mean, if he's going to do things to appease the base that likes Arpaio, is there really? A well, he's difference? he's a populist. I mean, he's a lot of what he does is to make his base happy, even though he's been a Democrat his whole life, and I think he has spoken against a lot of these policies. Uh, but he's changed his tune in the last two years. He really has. Yeah. But, I mean, does it make a difference what his motivation was and whether or not he was actually like friends or even approved of Joe Barpaio? He still pardoned him. That, the, that the result is, is the, the same. The result is the same, yes. But my in my book, uh, why he uh, made the decision to do so does make a difference. Okay. And, he, of course, he's a populist and he's a politician, and that's just what these guys do. Wouldn't all politicians qualify as populists, though? Uh, not necessarily. I think Except maybe I, like your rare Ron Pauls. Yeah, a, a purists. I, a, yes, uh, I think that most of them would fall into that category. But I think that there are exceptions. In fact, if anything, well, I mean, if they if all they do is preach to their base and the uh, and just great go right down the bullet points. For example, Sanders. He has uh, he he is definitely speaking to a certain type of individual, and he just oh, yeah, go, kids he, who just got out of college. Kids who got out of college with a lot of debt yep. and no job, and they live in a mommy's and daddy's and mommy's and daddy's basement. So he's definitely preaching to a certain type. So yeah, I guess he's populist as well. Eight five five four five zero three seven three three. What do you think about the field of candidates? Eight five five four fifty free as in free talk. Have you heard of Liberty Con? Liberty Con is not only a convention with great speakers like Whole Foods CEO and co-founder John Mackey and Nobel Prize winner Vernon Smith. But it's also unique because you get a chance to network with more than 70 pro-liberty organizations one-on-one for the purpose of career advancement, business, and internship opportunities. 
Visit LibertyCon.com and use code FTL for a $10 discount on your registration. Learn more at LibertyCon.com. This is Free Talk Live, talk radio that you control. You can call in and talk about whatever is on your mind. That toll-free number is 855-450-3733. And with you tonight, it's Aria. And Johnson. And Conan. And we've been talking about Joe Biden. We haven't actually gotten much into the news story here. Um, Biden, of course, is running for president in 2020. And it seems like he is the official front runner so says the media although uh, as conan has pointed out i don't actually know anyone who likes joe biden of course i don't know many people who like any of the democrats around here uh north Keene, all the way up the walpole i see Buttigieg signs everywhere butt plug butt plug there are a couple of uh, I can, see i can say that there some there are some tulsi signs here and here and there i've seen some yeah, a couple Sanders signs here and here and there, but I see a lot of Sanders. Signs. It seems to be mostly Pete. Really, and I don't know. But of course, I'm talking about a town that is made up of yuppies and uh, farmers. Well, you certainly drive around here more than I do, but I'm I'm used to seeing more Tulsi Gabbard signs and um, I guess Yang is the second most see, common. I've seen that a couple. See, I've seen a couple Yang signs here and there. But you know, everyone wants that thousand dollars a month. That'll really help Sadly. help us all out. <laughs> Get some of that, uh, some of that, some more of that free cheddar. Some of that robots took your jobs. What are you going to do? Robots took my job. <laughs> it's amazing that anyone would support that because I mean, his plan for p- uh, paying for that is a value added tax, right? And so even if he manages to work things out where this this tax actually pays for the one thousand dollars a month, right? It's just a matter. Of them taking one thousand dollars from you to give it back to well, you. Well, he'll of course he'll probably end up wanting to tax the robots as well. I mean that's a, oh, that's, sure. that's one yeah. of the arguments right there. So anyone making robots, sorry, you know you you uh, you kicked out. I think we should combine all their plans. Everybody should get a thousand dollars a month to go to a free college where you pretend to be an Indian so that you can compete with robots. Well, of course. I mean, if any if any uh, minority is going to beat the robots, it would be the Native Americans. Yes, with their spirits and their totems. Yes, it's Ghost in the Machine. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and- so anyway, <laughs> on the subject of video games, uh, Biden said, as you may recall, the criticism I got for meeting with the leaders in Silicon Valley when I was. I mean, how many games are actually being made in Silicon Valley? It can't be very many. I think Blizzard is out there. And that's it. I'm not actually sure about wait, that. Where are, where are most gaming developers? Where's Bethesda at? Are they Bethesda in... is in Bethesda, Seattle? <laughs> I think it's yeah. It's somewhere here in New England. I don't remember the state now. Oh, that's Maryland. Well, they're, but they're all and they Maryland. have their Canada uh, operation as well. Canadians. Yeah. Uh, so all right, so, but all right, but Silicon Valley does make a lot of stuff. Yes, but I, I don't think they make very many video games though. Maybe, Just the ones from Blizzard, I maybe think. Maybe apps. Rockstar Games is in New York, New York. So anyway, when I was trying to work out an agreement dealing with them protecting intellectual property for artists in the United States of America, 
And at one point, one of the little creeps sitting around that table who was a multi, close to a billionaire, who told me he was an artist because he was able to come up with games to teach you how to kill people. Almost certainly did not happen, but that's probably the way this old man remembers it. It does seem like 90% of his stories uh, he heard from somewhere else way back when, 50 years ago, some story he heard, and he's just retelling it like it's his own. So, I mean, who knows if this even happened? But definitely... Well, he seems to have actually met with definitely, these he, he definitely has feelings for Silicon Valley and those young creeps and their video games. Well, of course he vi- was. Video games. Of course he would. He's an old man. He's scared of them. There are video games. I mean, that's what old people do. As for which game executive I'm just was imagining a video game right now where like there's cockroaches trying to cl- climb up those blonde leg hairs and you're trying to smack them <laughs> off. <laughs> oh my god. We could totally make that. All right, the developers out there, you got your next game where you, where you it's one of those tap games yeah. where you, t- you tap the screen. A clicker game. So you got your hairy leg. I mean, you can blonde hair, blonde one hand hairs. smacking off the cockroaches, the other hand trying to like you know, stroke some young girl's heads and bring her closer oh, so you can god. sniff her. Oh god. Just pointing Biden out. Biden the game. You can download Multimedia Fusion for free and make a clicker <laughs> it's in called, about an it's, hour. It's called Creepy Uncle Joe. Creepy Uncle Joe. Or Creepy Joe. Joe. <laughs> Not, you can't put his, he's probably trademarked his name. You can't put Biden on it. Stage one would be the cockroaches. Stage two would be it's, trying to push the girl's head down. It's like the theme song to Cotton Eye Joe, except for it's Creepy Old Joe. <laughs> so anyway, and then one of these righteous people said to me that, you know, we are the economic engine of America. We are the ones. And fortunately, I had done a little homework before I went, and I said, you know, I find it fascinating. As I added up these seven outfits, everyone's there but Microsoft, which leaves out a lot of major tech companies and gaming companies. But okay, Uncle Joe, Microsoft and Windows, that's, that's what you know of technology. I said, you have fewer people on your payroll than all the losses that General Motors just faced in the last quarter so don't lecture me about how you've created all this employment. I don't know. Did, they, did the creepy little kid actually say that he created employment or they create industry? He which, said that uh, they are the economic engine of America. So, I mean, he didn't say they created but that, but that, But that was his, his comeback, though, was you don't create jobs, which is how these politicians actually rate uh, success is, how, you know, how many people are you know, employed. Well, I, I wouldn't say that that is the, it's accurate. I mean... Well, certainly not. There may not be a whole lot of people in the gaming industry who are hired to make video games. Uh, In fact, it's a terrible industry to work in, probably the worst in the United States. But you have to have retail stores that sell those video games. You have to have people working at Valve and Origin, EA, that sell those video games. And all of those people wouldn't have jobs if there weren't video games to sell. GameStop, I hear, is going out of business. I don't know. I just think the truest irony here of this whole thing is is Joe Biden calling anyone other than himself a, a creep. creep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And how long ago was this, anyways? This is the twenty four. No, no. This is this is a recent story. Yeah. This is an article from today. But when when was he in this meeting though? Oh, uh, when he was. He said it just a moment ago. That was during during Obama's time. I don't recall during his vice president days. I don't recall, and it doesn't specify exactly when this allegedly happened. But the whole idea is nonsense. Uh, Nobody's training to kill people by playing video games, much to the dismay of the American military, which would love to just slap some people in front of Call of Duty and have trained soldiers come out 24 hours later. America's Army. Trained drone pilots, drone enforcers. 
Now, I have heard that the Air Force is considering or the U.S. Army is considering using like PlayStation style controllers to maneuver their vehicles. But I don't know if there's any truth to that or not. I wouldn't be surprised. I hate consoles. Yeah. Navy, keyboard and mouse. Oh, yeah. So so much more control than your stupid (laughs) little remote control. If you're going to do it. I'd rather use a controller to control a vehicle. Have you ever played a racing game with keyboard and mouse? I would rather use a steering wheel to control a vehicle with with foot pedals. I don't know. I mean, foot pedals, yes. I agree with you I about mean, foot pedals, but why? I don't think it's necessary. If you have your finger pedals here, yeah. what's the difference? Yeah, I mean, you can absolutely. I mean, it, it, this is the same reason I won't use a controller to play any console game when you're playing a shooter. I'm using my thumbs yeah, shooter, to, I agree with to you. aim. Yeah. Whereas, you know, if I have a steering wheel, I'm using... I have just so much more control over the... You're going to aim a gun with a steering wheel? (laughs) I'm talking about a driving game. Well, I'm talking about GTA, and I would rather drive a car in GTA with a controller than a keyboard and mouse. Have you ever tried playing Grand Theft Auto with a keyboard and mouse? I have only ever played GTA with a keyboard and mouse. I'm great at it. Interesting. I I can do third third person. I can shoot back into first person. I want to get online and play a GTA race against you. I'm, I, I, I also I can, want I, this to happen. We need to set a date for this. Well, I st- I, as you know, I still don't own five. Oh, see, had, this is the problem. But one day. I yeah, have five on day. Steam. That's that's what I'm I'm waiting for a 75% off at least sale so I can purchase uh, what, what are you, a, are what, you what offering? Is, what is a, what is a, <laughs> I was indeed. That's exactly what I was going to You get long fi- games a five-year-old on Steam. Game? You're being called out. You're being offered <laughs> to play on Arian's account. I, I, I don't know how I feel about playing on someone else's account. <laughs> But what? I will get I will get the I will get the game soon. It's coming. It's down. Okay. It's it's in the it's in the charts. It's on the calendar. Well, it, evidently, uh, the New York City Police Department has figured out a ten million dollar way that they can hack into iPhones. More about that in a moment. Eight five five four five zero three seven three three. This is free. This is Free Talk Live, talk radio that you control. You can call in and talk about whatever is on your mind. That number is 855-450-3733. And with you tonight, it's Aria. And Johnson. And Conan. So Bitcoin.com has launched a trading platform at local.bitcoin.com that allows you to buy or sell Bitcoin cash using dozens of payment methods like PayPal, Venmo, bank deposit, or meeting in person with cash. There are no ID requirements to sign up for and use the site, and all communications between buyers and sellers are encrypted. Finally, a global trading platform that respects your privacy. Visit local.bitcoin.com to get started buying and selling Bitcoin Cash. Again, it's local.bitcoin.com. It's a great site, and I love everything about it. So, plus, it values privacy, and the state doesn't. Coming to us from uh, MacRumors.com, New York law enforcement officials evidently operate a $10 million lab designed to crack iPhones. Have either of you learned, heard anything about the whole iPhone hacking thing yeah, with the I mean, FBI? I, I know a pretty considerable amount with a, a lot of stuff with the iPhone, considering I have one. Um, really? You do not strike me as the type who would use an iPhone. I am an iPhone user for sure. In fact, I was an early adopter of the iPhone. But not a Mac. Not a Mac. 
yeah. least at least you aren't completely tainted. <laughs> no, the iPhone is their one like really good device. Like that's the one thing. And, and, which which series is that? And I switched. That? I tried. I was like, I really like some of the things Apple's doing. I don't like. I want to try and switch. I tried switching to Android for about eight months. I think it was. And okay. I, then I just like was like. I want to throw this thing against. I mean, the wall. what I what it. is the? I mean, they're cheaper. Yeah. So, but it, it ultimately comes down to one thing, and, it, and it, my girlfriend's a Samsung, you know, fanatic, and although recently she's been considering switching after seeing watching me use my phone and how like I, you know, just easily do things, um, and the biggest thing that has always bothered me, and I think I would switch if it weren't for the android and this is everybody's like well you could change it the android keyboard is awful i mean yeah you can change that easily and i've changed 30 seconds yeah and i've tried many many different android keyboards they're all equally terrible you can even install the apple keyboard on android i'm sure i don't know about that but that would be interesting to see and test if it's the same keyboard, because there's lots of things that Apple had, has done with their keyboard. Oh, yeah. Here they finally added amazing. swiping like Android has had for the last four and a half years. Yes, they did that. And it is better than it was on Android. Um, I used SwiftKey and uh, another one. There was there's, there were a couple swipe keyboards on Android that I tried. Um, I the, use actual swipe and I love it. Yeah. Actually, swipe was also available on iOS uh, a long time ago, a long time before Apple added it officially. Right. Um, but that's the swipe keyboard and not the swipe technology, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Swipe S W Y P is the keyboard. So I've tried that. The thing that I well, the thing that I like about Apple keyboard, first of all, being able to switch between swiping and not swiping, I'm able to type much, much faster with two hands than with one. And I am able, but although the swipe is very nice if you're having to type one handed, you can swipe with a thumb or whatever to, to do swipe words. And that's, a fantastic addition. Why couldn't um, you switch between both using Android? Because um, that's what I do. You could. However, the function that Apple has that Android has not seemed to manage to do properly is hit boxes on the keys very predictably, invisibly in the background on an Apple keyboard. So if you're typing, for example, if you type the letter T, right? automatically the hitbox for the key H, right, will be bigger. It won't change in size on the keyboard, but when you go to actually tap that key, it's much easier to actually hit that key because it's predictively expecting you to hit that key because there are so many words that start with TH, right? It's a common, you know, combination of letters. And extrapolating that, they have made you know, hundreds of thousands of these kinds of combinations where there's these predictive hitboxes for keys. So it expects you to be typing certain things. So when you're quick tapping, right, with my big fat fingers. I mean, all of these are features available on countless Android keyboards, though. Supposedly, but I've not encountered it. And it's every time I've picked up an Android phone to, like, type on it, it's just a mess. I just keep, like, ugh, backspace, ugh, backspace, ugh. Like, I just can't type. And, like, I t- go to type on an Android keyboard, and it's just typo, 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 typo. And I'm just, I'm like, okay, I'm done. I can't, I don't want to type on this thing anymore. And that's literally all it comes down that's to. I use a, the apps that's, and That's a things, crazy thing to say, considering, you know, uh, damn you autocorrect was spawned by iOS and right. keyboard. Well, yeah, <laughs> and that's, it's funny, because, like, 
I, I don't know if people like just weren't bothering to like train their autocorrect or turn on the correct thing. It is that... important to do that extensively and right. consistently. Yeah. yeah. So I just I went through the process of training my autocorrect so it always worked properly. And you know, making sure that you, you know, and get rid of things like the swear filtering, all these things. Yeah. I feel like that's that some of that stuff, there are things for people that just don't pay attention. And that's okay, then, you know, you can't make a fair argument. And if you were to say, like, if I were to tell you, you said, like, oh, yeah, did you know you could switch the keyboard? And I was like, no, I didn't know that. Well, then I'd be an idiot. But, no, I tried a bunch of different keyboards and tried it and compared it, and it just, again, eight months. I just tried for eight months, and I was like, all the apps are fine. It really just comes down to this keyboard. I can't stand the keyboard. (laughs) Really? That's it. It just comes down to the keyboard. Uh, I do like their own, I guess. Yeah, I do like the fact that a lot of uh, iOS apps do tend to come in early, you know, earlier or better uh, with the upgrades on iOS. Uh, well, because, because because of the marketplace, you know, it's a more, more predictable old. ecosystem. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's countless different versions of Android being run on countless different right. devices, and with the Apple, they're able to just have the hardware program for it, and they can expect people to pay money. Now, is an iPhone, because I don't use them, I've never used an iPhone, and God willing, I will never own an iPhone, <laughs> is it encrypted by default, or is yes. that something that people encrypted have to set up? Okay, It's encrypted by default. However, well, Apple just made a, a wonderful announcement, which uh, uh, makes me hate them a little bit more, uh, which is that because the FBI was complaining, they and, and because Tim Cook is a loser, um, they decided to scrap the plan to encrypt uh, the iPhone backups. So if someone uses an iCloud backup, that will not, that you do not have an option to even encrypt that. So the so backup, backup to some other location. Backups are backed up to the cloud on Apple servers. So essentially you're sending a copy of your phone to Apple servers that is not encrypted. Can you turn that off? Yes, you can turn that off. But if you don't turn that off, then you're sending all your data to Apple in a completely And when does this take place? Format. What what is the Forever. point of encrypting the phone then? Yeah. Well, I mean, just don't <laughs> just don't send anything to the cloud. Yeah. Don't if you if you want your phone if you don't want them to have access to your phone, don't use. But I mean, what would what iCloud. would what would take place? The FBI would go straight to Apple and be like, we mm-hmm. uh, we've got this shooter, this yep. other shooter, yep, and uh, we can't crack his phone, but we know he sent some stuff to the cloud. We want access. Yeah. And and Apple would just say, here you go. Maybe. Yeah. Probably based on their history. I don't know. Yeah. They they did resist when the FBI wanted them to build a back door into their software or something like yeah, that. So, so they, I mean, good on them for that. It's weird that they're not willing to you know decrypt phones. They're not willing to manually decrypt a phone or build in a back door. But when it comes to the cloud backups, well, then all hands are off. I don't I don't get it. I, don't. I want to tell you about my favorite cryptocurrency wallet, Edge Wallet at Edge.app. Edge is the wallet I use more than any other, and that was true long before Edge Wallet became a sponsor of Free Talk Live. Edge Wallet allows you to buy, sell, trade, and securely hold your cryptocurrencies, including Bitcoin, Ethereum, tokens, Monero, Ripple, Dash, Bitcoin Cash, and more. It's available for both Android and iOS, and you can download it via the Play or App Store or via Edge Wallet's website, edge.app. Secure your freedom with Edge Wallet.
This is Free Talk Live, talk radio that you control. You can call in and talk about whatever is on your mind. That toll-free number is 855-450-3733. And with you tonight, it's Aria. And Johnson. And Conan. And the next generation of wallet is coming from Divi. In just a few taps, you'll be able to spend, earn, store, and exchange digital money in seconds. Divi says you'll be able to send money around the globe in only a swipe and instantly exchange between Divi, Bitcoin, and Fiat right in the mobile app and withdraw it directly to your bank account. But there's no need to wait. Divi already offers the first one-tap solution for earning passive income with their multi-tiered master nodes that allow anyone to earn by supporting the Divi network. When the new wallet launches because of Divi's relationship with Western Union, Divi will be in more than 200 countries, including the United States. You can learn more at DiviProject.org. That's D-I-V-I Project.org. Now, Johnson, you were talking about Apple's plan to not encrypt backups. Do you still have this pulled up in front of you? Yes. Want to take it away? Yeah, sure. Uh, oh, wait, something just got <laughs> messed up. Uh, but it's not a Mac, so it's... No, I just accidentally double-tapped on my... It's Linux. I, I, nope, not Linux either. I just uh, accidentally... Are you running Windows? Yeah, it's Chrome that I dragged a tab onto one another. Uh, yeah, I run a bunch of different operating systems, actually. Um, I run almost exclusively Windows, but I'm a PC gamer, so that's kind of... Exactly. <laughs> and I also use Adobe applications, so uh, yeah. it's really unfortunate that they don't run natively in Linux. I mean, you can use things like Wine and some other emulation-type programs to get it to work, but it's not a great experience. So, okay, so I do have this story here from Reuters. This is about this backup situation. So uh, Apple... Uh, dropped plans to let iPhone users fully encrypt backups of their devices in the company's iCloud service after the FBI complained that the move would harm investigations. Six sources familiar with the matter have told Reuters. Uh, The tech giant's reversal about two years ago has not previously been reported. It shows how much Apple has been willing to help U.S. law enforcement and intelligence agencies, despite taking a harder line in high-profile legal disputes with the government and casting itself as a defender of its customers' rep information, which it clearly, clearly is not. In fact, that's sort of that's the- such a big slap in the face to its customers. It's like, yeah, your phone's encrypted by default, so you had this impression that your phone's encrypted. But if you're using iCloud, guess what? We're decrypting all your information and storing it so that we can send it to the FBI. Yeah. That's like the biggest <laughs> lie. Like, they're the biggest liars. If this is true, they are the biggest liars ever. And Apple, like, I, I wouldn't be surprised if this, now that this story is coming out, because this story was just coming out today, like, Apple potentially could take a huge stock hit. Like, who knows what's going to happen with Apple if people get wind of this, that Apple has been just lying to its customers. Well, I don't know that it would hurt them too much. Of course, Coinbase did something sort of similar by pretending to fight the IRS and their demands for Coinbase's records, but then ultimately turning over and, you know, giving them that information. Yeah. So it sounds like Apple is just playing the same game of, oh, we're going to look. Well, I mean, the phone's encrypted by default, so Apple could just not decrypt customers' information when it's backed up. Or they could say that only what's being backed up is encrypted data from an encrypted phone. What about the fact that Apple even has a way to decrypt its users' phones? Right. That seems like it's a problem by itself. Yeah, that, and I'm wondering, well, I mean, I, I don't know how exactly that's working because it's not decrypting the user's phone. The phone is sending data, but it's sending a backup of data. So 
is that backup of data an actual backup or is it an unencrypted back? Like, is it somehow the backup file being sent in an unencrypted way? Because you have to you have to be able to decrypt the phone in order to operate the phone, right? So you open yes, the phone. Yes, but Apple, the company, doesn't have to be able to do that once the software they make is capable of doing it. But they do, well, they do in a way, right? Because it's the way the backup software works, you have to unlock your taking photos, then those photo files, right, in order to right. be read, have to be unencrypted. Right. Otherwise, they won't be readable as like a JPEG or whatever they are in terms of file format. So when it sends the file to the backup service, it's sending the JPEG file, not the encrypted data that would be stored on a locked phone. Okay. You know, that's gotcha. the difference, you know, is that, that what's what happens is that encryption is happening when the phone is in that locked mode. The moment you unlock the phone, it's decrypted. Right. You know, and that's why if the law enforcement grabs your phone while your phone's unlocked... You're screwed. You're yeah. screwed. <laughs> and that's why you should not have things like thumbprints and voice controls and whatever unlocking your phone. Yeah. Um, I actually had a conversation today because I was thinking about this. And I've, Apple has included a thing called the panic mode where you can start rapidly tapping this. This is for like people who are like getting raped or something. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so Well, let's go straight to 10 here. <laughs> so you, you, you know, you tap, you know, people tap who are health. in distress actually, no, would somebody, also have been acceptable. Actually somebody, uh, yeah, who was in distress. Actually, I think there was, there was like somebody being attacked by an animal that was able to get their life saved because they went crazy on the thing and the rescuers were able to show up in time or something. This is on, this is on your phone. Yeah. This is on every iPhone. So if you press the power button and you repeatedly like freak out on the power button, it will immediately dial nine one one. That does not sound like a feature. It will. It is. It is. It (laughs) actually like a problem. it, It comes up with a warning. So it makes an alert noise. So okay. it's like a loud alert, which is useful too if you're in danger. So it makes a loud alert and it starts a countdown and it says that it's going to be dialing 911 in like 10 seconds or something like that. Or maybe it's five. I don't know. But it says it's going to be dialing emergency services. And it then also puts it in a state where if it does that, if it's dialing 911, right, it you it requires a password. It, the the photo ID or the photo, the face lock to won't. Pre- to prevent it from actually yeah. calling out. No, so it will, it will call out, or you can stop it from calling out, but it puts it in a locked mode. So it's like if you power off a phone, if you power off an iPhone and power it back on, that face ID won't work. It requires a password. It requires whatever your password or passcode is. So if you've set a password and so not to be a clear the only way to stop the phone from dialing nine one one at that point is to actually enter your passcode. No, you can hit cancel. Okay, so so your rapist could just reach over and hit cancel. Potentially, yeah. Okay, that so, does not sound like a good plan. I mean, here, and, and I'll just is, do this. I mean, I'll just do this right now. I'm just going to freak out my phone. and. Okay. So I can hit stop, <laughs> and it's three seconds. Stop calling, so I stop. Justin's going to get us raided now. But oh, what happens is it stops, and now it says, now it's locked. Now the phone okay. is locked, so it'll put it, it requires a password. So it has like a hard lock and a soft lock. Yeah, it has a hard lock and a soft lock. Now, because I have my phone set to have a password... Right now, some people are foolish and they use that four digit passcode, which the police have a device, obviously, that can go through the phone and enter one through a thousand. Right. Or zero, zero, one, zero, zero, two, zero, 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 three, whatever. And it keeps entering those numbers and it can break a, a four pin a four number pin code very quickly. Yeah, it only takes 10,000 guesses. At, well, it can't. 9,999 yeah, yeah, guesses. Exactly. Well, I guess it would be technically be yeah, 10,000. Because of zero, zero, zero. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway. So, <laughs> 
10,000 guesses, it can break that very, very quickly. But if you set a password, forget it. That's, you know, thousands of years. So what you're saying is somehow that little siren that went off, that little baby siren, scared off an attack animal? No. So it's got three seconds. After that three seconds counts down, so it was a very short timer. I thought it was a little bit longer than that. Yeah, that, that was pretty short. I, yeah. was, I was alarmed yeah. thinking that your phone was seriously about to call 911. Yeah, yeah. So it was like <laughs> three, two, one, and it's going to call 911. So... If you're doing that, chances are they're not going to be able to grab your phone and slap it out of your hand or do whatever before that phone dials 911. Right. So what I was thinking is actually if you're in the situation where you are pulled over the, the police, and I made this kind of comment today, <laughs> if you're pulled over, you could actually use the police's own recording systems against them by calling the police using this function. Your phone is then locked, calls 911, then you have a recording of your interaction with the police that is available for a freedom of information request. I mean, you could also just like stream it live to YouTube and Twitch. Yes, by but, using cell but if you one. if you if they say that they're going to take your phone from you and you go tap 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 three two one, my phone is locked. That's very curious. What if you live in a state where they have wiretapping laws? Could they use that against you? Nope, because you're calling the police. So they could, but, but they're being recorded. But they're being recorded. Yeah, but they're being recorded by their own system. We need to talk more about this because mm. I have several questions and ideas. <laughs> What do you think? Is it a good plan to have a phone that calls police like that? 855-450-3733. That's 855-450-FREE, as in free talk line. This is Free Talk Live, talk radio that you control. You can call in to talk about whatever is on your mind. That phone number is 855-450-3733. And with you tonight, it's Aria. And Johnson. And Conan. And we're talking about tech issues and tech ideas here. And I want... So let me just clarify something here real quick on that on that dialing thing, right? So if I do that, the alert goes off, and I stop it and doesn't dial 911, I've still put my phone immediately into requiring a passcode, which means... Which would be helpful if you were pulled over by the police. Yeah, so if I'm pulled over by the police and I want, eh, nope, you don't get access, sorry, I just go crazy on my power button. That's a fantastic addition by Apple to make it so that they can't read the phone. Because the phone is encrypted. Once that passcode is up and active... They're not getting into that phone if it's a passworded phone. Well, isn't that kind of a solution to a problem that Apple created, though? No, not by really. having the whole hard lock and soft lock thing in the first place. Um, no, not really. It's, I mean, the whole reason why people are able to get into the Apple phones is because all the hardware is the same. I mean, yeah, you could say that's an Apple created problem because all the hardware is, you know, basically you're working in the same platform. With no, I mean, sometimes you can work. get in using your face, right? right? And sometimes you have to enter the password. Now, well, isn't that a problem? Apple created this way for you to lock your phone so that it requires the password when they were the ones who implemented allowing your phone to be semi-unlocked using only your face in the first so, place. So, okay, so if you're if you your phone was unlocked using your face, I could prevent police or someone un like someone who I don't want to unlock my phone. To, I just would not look at you, or I would not look at my phone. So you would point your the you know point the camera at my face, right? And I just won't look at the phone. Like, I mean, you would you realize, have to force my eyes to look at the phone. I could literally just do this, and my phone won't unlock. Have you ever dealt with police before, Johnson? Yeah, I'm sure that you're trying to beat me, and I'd be like, 
Let me. Oh, here. Let me hold the phone so I'll point it at my face. Click, 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 click. Now my phone's oh. locked. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, you could also just have it not unlock for, with your face in the first place. Yeah, you could do that. Which but that's what I would do. Annoying. Uh, okay. I mean, I don't want to enter a passcode every five seconds. I lock my. This is actually much safer because my phone is locked all the time. Being secure is going to be a little annoying. Yeah. But I find this idea to be much more secure because my phone is secure all the time. I mean, it's locked right now. So is mine. You know. I don't find it that difficult to enter my information to unlock it. Then how long is your password? It's long enough. How long? Yeah, long <laughs> enough. My password is like 20 or 30 characters. So it's okay. a long password. My phone is very well encrypted. So if they were to get access to it and try and decrypt this phone, they're going to be spending a very long time. So I don't want to be entering okay, that that's password. That's a bit overkill for a password based on modern computing <laughs> technology for sure. Yeah, well, the, not Mine's really. more like 12, I yeah. think. The longer it is, the more the longer it takes. Yeah, but it's not like they have the time and technology to crack a 10-digit password anyway in any reasonable amount of time. I don't know that that's true. Uh, uh, there's a chart about that, actually. 10 to 12 is actually not that long. Um, okay, interesting. Yeah. So what about this $10 million company in New York? Are they able to, in a in a... Yeah, so I guess what's in a up? good amount of time break a ten character password, oh, yeah, or, or or are they even are they just plugging it up to some device? It's just like back door already. Yeah. I don't know if there's anything more. I mean, I know we were talking about the Reuters article about how Apple has backed off and decided to not. I don't know if there's really much more to say about it than that. I mean, there's there's a lot more in this article, but it's like. Is there really much more to say about the fact that Apple just backed down and they're like, we love the FBI? I mean, they they rolled over and they're just allowing this, you know, these backups to be read. That's, you know, or was this really what was is this what was discussed uh, back in 2016 uh, when the FBI came at him the last time uh, and Apple stood up to them and, you know, you know, defeated, just uh, stood down a uh, court order. Yeah. Maybe they didn't really stand up to them. They, they were like, okay, okay, well, we'll we're, we're going to, we're going to act like we're, you know, yeah. fighting for the, for the folks. Right. But, uh, when you come back, we'll, we'll get, maybe we'll get they th- didn't even, maybe they didn't even drive that discussion. Maybe the FBI did. We'll let you appear this way by saying this, but meanwhile, we need access to the backups. Correct. Yeah. So I, I don't I know. Have, That's have, alarmingly plausible. Yeah. So I kind of wonder what happened there. But now that the cat's out of the bag, I hope this goes real badly for them or they have to reverse this. One would hope. So this story from the New York law enforcement officials, uh, Manhattan District Attorney uh, Cy Vance Jr. built and oversees a $10 million high-tech forensics lab built exclusively for the purpose of cracking iPhones, according to a new profile done by Fast Company. The lab is equipped with mind-bending hardware, and a team of technology experts, many of whom are ex-military. This sounds like a conspiracy theory. I feel like I need to look more into this. I already ten million isn't a whole lot. No, you're you're not not for a government department, even if it's just a little police department. I mean, ten million is it's a drop in the bucket. So, how many guys do they have? Probably a couple, two or three, a bunch of guys in charge. Yeah, I don't know about this article. Uh, it came up in my news feed, and it seemed like something worth talking about. But it it's, goes on to say, Vance's team has thousands of iPhones at the facility in various stages of being crapped. I don't know how the New York Police Department could acquire thousands of iPhones that need to be cracked. Oh. I realize New York City is a very populated city, 
But we're talking about them illegally hacking into thousands of phones here. Well, I mean, how many people are they arresting for pot and confiscating their phones because of it? You know, so you think you think there should be more than the thousands? I think there should be significantly less. I would expect maybe a dozen. Oh, no, I don't think so. I think every every criminal case and of course, a lot of them are going to be drug related. They're all their possessions are being acquired and they're not being you're not giving them back until they have sufficiently been gone through and sometimes never. OK, that's I, a good point. I think I think a thousand actually sounds like a small amount. For 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 well, uh, a, popula- a population of New York with there, all the crime that's going on there, it goes on to say that there's a supercomputer that generates 26 million random fa- passcodes per second, a robot that can remove memory chips without using heat, and specialized tools for repairing damaged devices to make them accessible once again. It sounds like they're running an iPhone repair shop. <laughs> All of the iPhones are hooked up to computers that are generating passcodes in an effort to get into the iPhones. Now, this is one of the things I like about Android. If you attempt to boot my phone and get into it and you fail 10 times in a row, it it wipes itself. Cannot be reversed. Is that your is that a, an app you're using on your phone or that's your phone was set up de- uh, default? I don't know the answer to that. I think it's part I know that's of a, a feature custom that you can ROM. enable on on iOS. I don't know that that's that's what I would recommend, because, I mean, the alternative is to let them just keep crying, trying crap. So just let the pictures go or whatever. I mean, but do you really care if the FBI has access to your pictures from the Apple backups or what? I imagine it's other information that is actually of concern here. Yeah, so it's not a default on Android. It's actually, you have to have something like an app. Uh, lock screen. You can enable lock screens because security, but then you need something like an app to do automatic data wiping. Um, like there's one an app called Two Install Locker or something like that. That's one app. And your phone certainly has to be rooted for it. Yeah. Hmm. So anyway, Vance has been a major critic of Apple and has called on the government to introduce anti-encryption legislation to make it easier for law enforcement officials to get into iPhones needed for criminal investigations. According to Vance, 82% of smartphones that come into the unit are locked and his crime lab can crack about... Half of them. Vance believes it is not fair that Apple and Google can prevent law enforcement officials from accessing smartphones. It's not fair. It's not fair. <laughs> you, you're keeping us from doing our jobs. He says that law enforcement is entrusted with the responsibility to protect the public, but Apple and Google have limited access to information just because they say so. But that's categorically untrue. Law enforcement has no responsibility to protect the public whatsoever. Right. That the Supreme Court of the United States has said that. So he's pretty much just and I wonder how many of these cases they're really just looking on like these funds to protect their own interests. Yeah, yeah, you know, to erase other cop, the, the, yeah, erase the guy who was uh, recording. Yeah, it was pummeling some child or something. Or shooting your dog, shooting, one or the other. Yeah, shooting somebody's dog, accidentally killing somebody's family member. So Vance says he's of the opinion that there should be a balance between protecting user privacy and getting justice for victims of crimes. That's not their call. It's not their call because there's something bigger here at issue. He speaks terribly rather than their individual determination of where to balance privacy and public safety. Mm. What's bigger is you've got victims and you've got a law enforcement community who have strong imperatives that should be recognized and balanced equally with these subject decision makers by the head's of Apple and Google, I think it's unbalanced. So let's get rid of that Fourth Amendment thing. Mm-hmm. 
and just make law enforcement jobs easier. It's just not fair that, you know, there is a Fourth Amendment that keeps them from doing this kind of crap. It's just it it keeps them from serving and protecting us effectively. 855-450-3733. Do you still have privacy? 855-450-FREE. Do you want more businesses accepting Bitcoin Cash and Dash? Now with AnyPay, you earn passive income for every purchase at those businesses. Finally, a financial incentive to spread Bitcoin Cash and Dash. You made it happen, so you receive the rewards. Download the AnyPay Cash Register app and add your cryptocurrency wallet addresses. Then install it at a real-life business and tell us what you did at AnyPayInc.com. AnyPayInc.com. This is Free Talk Live, talk radio that you control. You can call in and talk about whatever is on your mind. That number is 855-450-3733. And with you tonight, it's Aria. And Johnson. And Conan. And keeping up with the discussion of privacy, this article here uh, caught my attention. Uh, The secretive company that might end privacy as we know it. Now, privacy as an idea is already pretty much dead. Uh, people carry around essentially spyware on all of their devices. Windows 10, notorious piece of spyware. Uh, Facebook app, spyware. Android, probably just spyware. Google Google Pay, oh, Google Play, certainly spyware. Google Chrome, absolutely spyware. But if you read the disclaimer, Aria, you would know <laughs> that they were going to keep your records forever. And that they yes. had access to your iCloud account. And if you if you had read it, you would know. But and if you're ever curious and you actually sign into the Google Chrome browser for some silly reason, you can go back and look at your search history going back since your Google account has existed. You could do the same thing with Facebook, by the way. I've downloaded my information. It went back all the way to the beginning. Every single conversation I've ever had, all in one <laughs> neat little file. Yeah. And I'm that's, like, that's... <laughs> And, and I'm still using it, and yeah. I and I still upload I still pictures of myself. Facebook. And I still you know, use Chrome. If they, if they wanted to find me, it would be a couple of clicks, and they would know exactly where I was, and they would know my whole family. They would know all my friends, and, and they might even and they might even have some con- they would have contacts as well. And you know, someone who's watching it on DLive, which you can find at dlive.freetalklive.com, is talking about can you imagine privacy under capitalism? And I have to say. This is recklessness aside, because Facebook is unusually reckless with people's information. I would still rather Google and Facebook have my information than the state. Yeah, but but they're just going to hand it over. Google and Facebook I, are just going to. I mean, yes. I mean, they they have possession of it. Yes, I'm assuming if the FBI comes to them or the CIA is like, we have a suspected domestic terrorist. Right. I'm assuming it's a zero something where it's either or. Either right. all of your information goes to the state or either all of it goes to Facebook. So not Google. like you would rather like have an actual capitalist. You would rather society. have Google than say uh the Sesame uh credit re- credit system in uh China. Oh good lord, yes. Yeah. Uh because Google at least has competitors. There's DuckDuckGo, there's Start Page, which isn't actually a competitor, but it's a way of using Google without actually getting tracked by Google. But, of course, there are things you can do, like ghostery and no script and all kinds of fun little things. I don't remember the one that uh, Michael Hampton, who used to do the show on Mondays, actually recommended, but it was something similar. 
There's the Brave web browser and other things. It always comes back to that question of why do you want privacy if you're not doing anything illegal? That's always their favorite question to ask. And my answer is always the same. Well, do you shut your blinds before you have sex? Before you change clothes? Have you ever been in a uh, uh, a police department locker room? There's locks and every one of them lockers, but they're I don't get it. They're all police. They're all supposed to be. <laughs> yeah. They have locks on their cars. So until recently, Hoan Tan Thats, greatest hits, and that almost certainly got pronounced incorrectly, get over it, included an obscure iPhone game and an app that let people put Donald Trump's distinctive yellow hair own their own photos. Then Mr. Tan That, an Australian techie and one-time model, did something momentous. He invented a tool that could end your ability to walk down the street anonymously and provided it to hundreds of law enforcement agencies ranging from local cops in Florida to the FBI and the Department of Homeland Security. Now, they already have pictures of us. I mean, the state is all one organism. Organism, And we all went to the DMV to get our pictures taken and cataloged permanently in their system. And let's not forget the 10-year challenge. Anyone stupid yeah. enough to take that one. What's what's going on with this one now about liking steak and eggs certain ways or anything like that? I, I get the sense that it's it's in the same vein, but what information could the, could the FBI or NSA or even Facebook possibly be getting from it this? It might not be – it might not be a, uh, an agency. It might be Skynet learning – Ah, it's possible. It Go- is. Google Google might be <laughs> Skynet, and all it is is an AI. It's learning from us, and of course the the ten year the ten year challenge that was definitely some agency. They got, oh, for they, got sure. they got all kinds of faces on record. I mean, it's to update their uh, their 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 technology. And you know the the biggest argument I saw in favor of that was people saying things like, "Oh, well, face it, you're already putting these pictures on Facebook anyway." Yes, but this is a clean sample. You know, you might have a picture of a dog as your profile pic right. or something, or just some random politician or whatever, or a, even a meme. But when you do the 10-year challenge and they search for hashtag #10-year challenge, oh look, here's clean data right. of this person 10 years ago and, and this person now. Right, and they could compare it to an actual 10 year old pr- uh, picture yeah and so they can they can put that into the data this is what this is how much a person should age in 10 years go with it yeah so even if they even if the fbi or the nsa or the cia or whoever didn't plan for that and didn't create it it's silly to think they're not using that massive amount of data to improve their aging software right because of course they are so they already have our pictures. It's just a matter of the state putting cameras everywhere and developing facial recognition system that allows us that allows them to instantly identify people. And doesn't that already exist? Well, you have a lot of cameras out there. Half the population have ring doorbells now. But I mean, you have I mean, there's a camera on this house. And I'm sure there is a couple more people down the street who have cameras. Uh, I would it's, say it's, that it's a, private Security cameras, though, are in a totally different league than what they have in the United Kingdom. Correct. Well, yeah, but in this in this country, the, the law enforcement has to actually go out, knock on doors, and like, hey, uh, we noticed you had a camera. Uh, could we use that information to uh, bring a criminal to justice? Go away, pig. Well, I mean, a lot of <laughs> a lot of people, especially I'm thinking yeah. like stores, like yeah. you know, you know, stores will give that up all the time. Yeah. Uh, well, if you're using Amazon's Ring. Uh, cameras uh that information is uh, like they have 
incentive programs to get people to buy these cameras where there's a discount where all of your information is freely available to the police. Right. They offer and and hackers. Yeah. The ha- that <laughs> that uh, that's not a story you hear uh, often. Right. But yeah, the ring is getting hacked in all the time. Yeah. So I mean, they're. Yeah, their cameras are not great if you want any kind of privacy. And, and it, there's a lot that can be recorded. You know, if you're having a conversation as you're walking into your house, that conversation is being recorded. You know, if, I'm always amazed when I come across like libertarians who have Alexa and things like that in their home. Yeah. Like, uh, like Daryl, who used to host the show, he's got an Amazon Alexa in his home. I'm, I didn't know that. Yeah. No, I'm never visiting you, man. <laughs> never. <laughs> You have installed a government wiretap of your own volition. You're not, you're not well, even... it's not a government wiretap, but it's one that could potentially become a government wiretap, right? Because these companies just roll over for any kind of subpoena of information. But so, it, but but and the only people who are and, and no and even the boomers aren't really even trying these days. As far everyone uploads everything, uh, everyone's got these devices, these easy at-ease devices, and you know that knows their song profile and and whatnot, or that can turn the lights on, and People don't care. They just don't because they because I guess they have nothing to fear because they're not they don't have anything to hide. Well, they don't. They have plenty to fear, and that's what's scary about the Internet of Things. They just don't know how terrified they should be that their car can be controlled by a computer five thousand miles away, and or their electricity usage might be monitored, yeah. and they might get their door kicked in because someone thinks they have a grow uh, grow out in their in their in their uh, garage, and all they're really doing is raising chickens. Yeah. I'm more concerned with the lack of tech security, though. You know, most people just assume that when they install that fancy little app that's going to allow them to monitor their heating, their air conditioning, their lights, turn on their stove, open their garage, and all of that from an app, that, you know, it can't be hacked. But of course it can. And as soon as we get to that point of the Internet of Things, as they call it, ransomware is going to explode to unforeseen levels. People are going to be driving down their self-driving cars and suddenly they're going to hear a message saying, hey, you need to send one Bitcoin to this address or we're going to steer your car into a tree. Because you might know something. Who is the... the, uh... Well, it doesn't matter if they know something or not. That's just how ransomware is. It targets 500 different people. One of them pays and they profit. Right. The other 499 in the era of self-driving cars will just have their cars plowed into trees. 855-450-3733. There's more about this tech company, Clearwater, Clearview AI, and its groundbreaking facial recognition app, This is Free Talk Live, talk radio that you control. You can call in and talk about whatever is on your mind. That phone number is 855-450-3733. And with you tonight, it's Aria. And Johnson. And Conan. And for years, libertarians of all stripes have wanted a directory of liberty-minded businesses, and we're helping to build one, liberty.menu. Liberty.menu is a tool for our community. At its core is a directory for events, businesses, and digital content, and more. Listings can be rated and reviewed, and there's a bit of a social network to it, so you can connect and share with others. However, use of Liberty.menu is exclusively for individuals who reject the initiation of force, and those who agree to abide by the ethics of the non-aggression principle. If that sounds like you, 
Then put your voluntariest ideas into action at liberty.menu and use code FTL to get a special badge on your profile. That's liberty.menu. Now, we've been talking about various security problems and privacy problems here, but um, speaking of just problems, let's go to the phones. We got James calling from Arizona. James, you're on Free Talk Live. Is he I'm muted? far more worried about... Hey, what's up, guys? Hi, James. I'm far more worried about trolls like James DeMezio and Johnson Rice, Conan and Salada, than anybody that works for the government. Why? The people that called me recently because of a, a piece of human excrement that calls himself some minister who's vacationing in the North Marianas right now, who has no right to life, liberty, to pursuit of happiness. Okay, James, you but can't Conan, say things I'm, like I'm that, that on the air. I'm glad... Say what? You can't say that, that someone has no right to life a, on the air. This. See, this is what gets uh, you charged with crimes. Quote, if I were to quote James DeMazio, I'm on record that all cops should be shot on sight. Yes, well, cops and are aggressing against people. From a so-called church in front of a so-called minister that Mark should be dead James' friend said nothing about what a disgusting thing you said about Actually, James, cops. you should know I'm the high priestess anyway, of the I Reformed Church of Satan. You, I called to talk to Conan. Why do you always want to talk to me, dude? (laughs) Go ahead. And everything you said about me after you got my call last week, you should thank God I don't live anywhere near you, because not only was it all... Refresh my memory. It was such a long time ago. What did I say about you? He's talking to me. He's he's on his 82nd DUI. I said you should thank God I don't live anywhere near you. What did Conan say about you? I'm impressed that if I were to make Johnson Rice, with my bare hands, answer for the sick, despicable stuff he said about me in the public airways by pounding his head into pavement. Why would you just Christ? Why dude? wouldn't you just have your brother take it to court? Is that why you're so angry? Is it an inferiority complex that you like have a successful relative and you're a loser? You are literally lucky to be breathing. Call me something that is so outrageous. I'm the type of guy that a racist loser drunkard. They should be breathing. Oh, all that stuff is not true. How many DUIs have you had? I heard it's 85 now. 85? How many DUIs have you actually had? You you constantly argue about the number of DUIs that we say. How many have you actually had? How many have you had? Let's hear the number from you. Can you be honest? Can you be honest about the number of DUIs you've had? I've been docked, and then I had a few eight years ago. One. But, One. Uh, Conan, I'm One. How come there are multiple records online from different dates? James, hold on. Dumbo. Yep. <laughs> Dumbo. How many? Conan, I've called Dumbo ears. Come on, Dumbo. Shut up. He wants to talk to you. James, he that's not, that's not the way this Conan, works. Why don't you butt in and say, "Oh, I know you." Because I really don't want to talk to you. Here's my question for you, dude. Unkind. How many? How many? Do you have Jimmy Lackwood? Unkind. How many? DUIs do you actually have? Because there's so many records of you from different dates online driving drunk with your, your you know, like mugshot attached, you know, <laughs> with your big ears. How many have you actually had? James? He's not. He, he, I heard a click. No, I'm oh, muted. Man, like, I, like I said, they're uh, You just <laughs> have an inferiority <laughs> complex, dude. I had a you, you should live up to some of your other family. Right, you have some him, family that has some actual. Let like, him ask me a question. Go All ahead, right, James. Jimmy. We're going to give you one shot here. 
Don't, don't try don't. to ask Conan a question. Do your best to stay focused because I realize you're talking right now, even though you're on hold. Do your best to actually direct a question to Conan. Go. That's all I've been trying to do, James. And you keep on talking over me and then spreading lies about me. Again. No, that's been me Shameless. talking over you. Without, out, without any sense of shame because you. James, ask the question. You're muted again. I need you to calm down. Collect yourself and ask Conan a question. Can you do that? Go. You are the <laughs> You having fun? Yes, I'm hoping that you actually stroke out ugly. live on air. <laughs> hey, James, you are the ugliest man to be alive in New Hampshire. Thank you. I appreciate that. That means a lot, James. Pudge, that little fat Pachitari boy, Jensen Price boy. He's lucky I haven't smashed his head into pavement. Who are but you talking about? Said that <laughs> Apparently I'm a spice said boy. He wouldn't call the cops when I called cell four one and that skinny four-eyed geek Conan Arcelada showed up. Are you going to show up with a gun or are you going to show up with your fist like a real man, Conan? Because, again, the things you said about me last week after you dumped my call. Said about you? I didn't say anything about you. I said what I would do. your ugly face into pavement as well as Johnson. Okay, James, shut up for a moment. I have a, James, shut up. What did Conan say about you? I didn't say anything about him. I said what I told him what I would do. Ugly, ugly man. Well, I'm afraid that if I were to get into some kind of a battle with you, that you would swoop in on those ears and perform some kind of aerial attack on me. I'm like he might just you know, swing like, his head around and I know. Pop, 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 pop. Just create a hurricane. I didn't say anything about him. I told him that I would call the cops afterwards. After I finished, after I finished defending my friends, yeah, and I, I think that's reasonable. But here's what, here's what I want to know: What does Jimmy do? He he drinks and gets DUIs. He needs he needs a job. He needs a job. I believe that I discovered because I was just curious, like that he has family as like a, a brother maybe or something that's a lawyer. I feel like he has an inferiority complex. Uh, he has a lot family. of I've complexes. Seen some, you know, some things. He like, needs a job and maybe even Jesus. <laughs> I don't know I, if I'd go that far. All right, maybe maybe he ISIS. He needs Satan. He needs something, <laughs> but he he doesn't need us because all we do is we just get under his skin. Obviously, <laughs> that's because that's all he thinks about. He hated me before he'd ever even spoken to me. I mean, he he's a nutcase, and he's got at least eighty nine DUIs now. Is it up to that? It was eighty eight when we started the show, and, and, and it's, it's already eighty nine. <laughs> Every time I talk to him, it goes up by a few. Yeah, James, thank you so much for the call. What's amazing to me about James is that he has absolutely no hesitation about calling a show that is actually broadcast on terrestrial radio right. and making threats to people. Right. <laughs> it's and like yet, that is it, a spoiled, petulant child who has gotten his way through his entire like I said, life. I think he has this inferiority, and it's not healthy. It's, yeah, really. And he has no idea that what he's doing is actually illegal for those people who care about that sort of thing. And that eventually it's not going to end well for him because some cop or some FBI agent is going to be listening. They're going to go, hey, this guy is a psychopath. If he hasn't already had sit downs with uh, certain agencies. Yeah. So, James, stop drinking. Get some help. Get some Jesus. Unless, unless, you know what? Unless he's a troll and he's paid to do this. Have we ever thought about this? Have we ever eh. talked about this? No, he's not a troll. He's just a drunk, mouth-breathing dullard. Mm. 855-450-3733. Again, that's 855-450-FREE, as in Free Talk Live. 
Bitcoin.com has launched a trading platform at local.bitcoin.com, allowing you to buy or sell Bitcoin cash via dozens of payment methods like PayPal, Venmo, bank deposit, remittances, or meeting in person with cash. There are no ID requirements to sign up for and use the site, and all communications between buyers and sellers are encrypted. Finally, a global trading platform that respects your privacy. Visit local.bitcoin.com to get started trading Bitcoin cash. Local.bitcoin.com This is Free Talk Live, talk radio that you control. You can call in and talk about whatever is on your mind. Even if you're a raving lunatic who has had too many drinks tonight, that number is 855-450-3733. With you tonight, it's Aria. And Johnson. And Conan. So this company, Clearview AI, which we have been trying to discuss before we got a call from a drunk lunatic, the system whose backbone is a database of more than 3 billion images that Clearview claims to have scraped from Facebook, YouTube, oh Venmo. I'm sorry, I'm, a- just, I'm just finding things out. Uh, apparently, James's dad has both a silver star and a purple heart. What a disgrace he is in comparison to his so- family. His like, brother's a lawyer, <laughs> his father was a math instructor who has a silver star and a purple heart, and he's just a drunk loser. That might be... He might have grown up in his whole dad's shadow. Yeah. So to explain things to people, let's not give this idiot any sympathy whatsoever. <laughs> um, during the break, uh, James uh, James was searched by uh, Johnson here, and he looked up his- It's one of Johnson's specialties. He looked up <laughs> his mother's doxing James. I've never like, felt like actually looking him up before, and I'm like, okay, well, finally, like, yeah, asked for it. Let me just research this idiot a little bit. Oh, his mommy died, and his dad- Oh. Oh, but they're in Arlington. Why are they in Arlington National Cemetery? That's for special people. Oh, okay. So the rabbit hole got pretty deep, and apparently James is uh, the black sheep of his family, and he just sucks at everything. (laughs) And we're not the only ones who seem to think so. We've got Nancy calling from Jackson, Michigan. Nancy, you're on Free Talk Live. Hi. Hi, what's on your mind? This is my first time that I've ever heard this show, and I'm absolutely astounded at that crazy, crazy James. He's lucky the police aren't knocking at his door. Yeah, we actually we think that it we we think that some we think that some agencies have sat down with him probably multiple times because well, we know he's been served with at least one court order for threats he made against yes, people he's threatening, on the airwaves. he's threatening one of our you know one no. of the, our co-hosts child he's threatening a child yeah. no yeah he's, he's seriously insane. disturbed yes well more than disturbed he's absolutely insane he he's probably he's probably running around like joker Well, Joker had money. James doesn't. James just has alcohol and very large ears. Well, (laughs) large ears, huh? That's what we found out from his his, uh, DUI mug shots. The 89th one. Oh, you saw him? 
serious. Oh, yeah. He's got actual mugshots that are pretty easy to search for online. And he does, in fact, have at least, I think, three arrests for DUIs, Hmm. even though he claims to be Well, congratulations to him, you know. Yeah, he's he's (laughs) clearly a winner, right? A winner in somebody's book, but I don't know who. So it was yes, yeah, his 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 deceased mother's book. Well, we hope we don't oh, know how that. Okay. You know, this might be some sort of it. inferiority complex. Maybe he didn't get along with his parents. We don't know. Hmm. Well, small hands or what? I don't know. Because <laughs> <laughs> it all went to his ears. <laughs> all that all that extra meat. <laughs> Well, Nessie, thank you so much for the call. Uh, James, is he's been calling the show for a unusually long time. And even when he was bad from calling the show, he continued to stalk us on Discord at discord.freetalklive.com. I mean, there, there was an entire chat room on this server that was created almost specifically for James. I mean, he's as toxic as... As a person, it's gets. called it's called the toxic room, the toxic Jimmy room, right? <laughs> the toxic user room. Yeah, it may have been called the James room at some point. I'm not entirely sure. But Nancy, thank you for the call. Yeah, he's he's crazy. He, he needs he needs a job. He I don't. Needs, he needs something yeah. to keep him occupied. He's too crazy for a job at this point. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't he know what he could do. He shouldn't be around people. Maybe picking he, up trash off the side of the road. He could do that, right? If if they let him do it on graveyard shift. Mm. When there's no other people around for him to bother with his peculiar insanity. But that's the best drinking time, all right? Graveyard shift. I don't shift. care if he gets drunk while he does it, as long as he does it and well, is actually productive. Well, and- as long as he just has a vest, no keys to any um, vehicles. <laughs> so anyway, this company uh, evidently took three billion images from Facebook, YouTube, Venmo, and millions of other websites. Legally. They just grabbed them. Yeah. Because they're all there. They're just they're sitting all there. Public, they're public, yeah. Any any company who wants to do this could, you know, if you have the data, if you had their server room, you could just go through and grab grab everything. Can you imagine how much actual hard drive space is being used by Google and Facebook? Desertfuls. Yeah. I'm sure <laughs> lots of facilities. Having worked in IT extensively, I think about the, um, the terabytes of data that they're recording every single second, and I cannot imagine how they keep up. Just the, the energy consumption, yeah, keeping it's them cool. It's got to be a very expensive venture. So federal and state law enforcement officers said that while they had only limited knowledge of how Clearview works and who is behind it, they had used its app to help solve shoplifting, identity theft, credit card fraud, murder, and child sexual exploitation cases. So at least they're not using it to bust people for pot, I guess. But it's not like that's a very great distance out you know until now technology that readily identifies everyone based on his or her face has been taboo because of its radical erosion of privacy (laughs) tech companies capable of releasing such a tool have refrained from doing so in 2001 google's chairman at the time said it was the one technology the company had held back because it could be used in a very bad way yeah anybody could attach that to a private database of whatever information they wanted to store Whatsoever. What do you mean? Well, okay, so I could start a database about, uh, so for example, let's let's just go completely high school and go about rumors of who's slept with who. Okay. 
And I could start a database of that. Uh-huh. And then if you were attached to facial recognition, you could get the access to that information instantly. If that was information was attached to someone's face, you'd be able to instantly access a list of everyone that person has slept and with. And you could sell that to all the dating apps. It'd sure. be like a little a little um, uh, standby yeah. where... All or, right, all right, I'm looking I'm, at this I'm guy. So, I'm, or, not, I'm not even going to swipe on him on, until I run, until I run into the database. Because I'm still not clear how you're getting from facial recognition to, oh, yeah, we know this person has slept with this person. Because any database can, it doesn't have to be official. That's what I'm saying. It, if, if somebody can create a database of information, right? Like uh-huh. I can create a database. It doesn't necessarily have to be honest. It's not vetted. I'm a private party. I can create any database <laughs> okay, so of information Okay, so you can just take two pictures of people and say, hey, they slept together. Sure. Or, or you know, it's based on rumors or whatever like you know obviously you're going to want something that's people are going to trust somewhat because that's what's going to make them use it but let's say people are reporting this enough people are saying something right like they're saying this is true and you know there are people verifying it you know maybe it's still rumor but that's how it works in high school right people are saying things and enough people believe it to make it that rumor somewhat viable even if it's not necessarily true enough people believe it so then it comes part of a database let's say it becomes part of a database that database is not doesn't have to be a hundred percent accurate but it could be attached to that information now let's take it one step further instead of it being uh, a database of people just saying who slept with one another let's say it's an x has said that this person has a particular std and now even though that's not an official medical record it's part of a private database that private database then gets linked to facial recognition because any database can any facial recognition can be linked to any piece of information right any piece of information it doesn't necessarily have to come from like official facebook if you have facial recognition Anybody can take all of that information and link it to whatever other information they want. Well, I mean, that's the scary thing about shopping data records. Mining, you know, you know. Uh, there are already data miners and AI that's right. not actually AI, but okay, let's call it that, that can predict whether or not a person is gay just by the language they use when posting on Facebook. The first example during, you know, when we were off, uh, Conan gave was personalized advertisements. Oh, yeah. Based definitely. on facial recognition. You walk right into a store and bam. Yeah. I mean, that's that. Imagine that. That's one of the first possible uses. Which is kind of what they're already doing on social media. Yeah. Right. Amazon, Google, they know from your Gmail. G- right. Google, yeah, but Microsoft it's knows to, what, you, what you just bought on Amazon. because you're already identified. But if they can right. identify you through face, they can attach your face to that. This is Free Talk Live, talk radio that you control. If you're quick, you can still get on the air with us. That number is 855-450-3733. And with you tonight, it's Aria. And Johnson. And Conan. And I want to say thank you to Dave Burns. He is tonight's amplifier. That means he's part of the AMP program, which you can find at amp.freetalklive.com. AMP stands for Advertise, Market, and Promote. So if you like what Free Talk Live does, making itself available for people to call in and talk about literally anything they want, then you might consider contributing to the AMP program. Again, that's amp.freetalklive.com. comes with a number of cool perks like the AMP-only Facebook group, the AMP-only call-in line on discord.freetalklive.com, as well as an AMP-only chat room there. And uh, Dave Burns here is a platinum amplifier, meaning he chooses to give $25 per month to the AMP program. Now, we don't ask that much. $5 per month will get you into the AMP program, again, at amp.freetalklive.com. 
But Dave Burns, uh, thank you so much for your contributions, and we hope to continue doing a show that you enjoy. Moving right along, we got our our favorite um, other paranoid lunatic calling. (laughs) David, you're on Free Talk Live. So you're into name calling, are you? Yeah. It's a description. Paranoid. Well, I guess lunatic is a noun. That's a... Go ahead. Well, it's, uh, I think if you asked people, it sounded more like name calling than uh, description. So what do you? why are you into name calling? James, have you not called me a tranny repeatedly? And a I'm Nazi? sorry, I meant David. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, same thing. You're, na- you're calling him the wrong name now. You're name calling. <laughs> Well, eventually all of these uh, insane lunatics uh, just sort of bleed together in my head. So so uh, the, the uh, SHOT Show is going on right now in Vegas, I believe. This is a very turning into a very similar show. Um, the what show? It's, it's SHOT Show. It's, okay. a, it's one of the biggest gun shows. Okay. Free, free, talk, free Talk Live, everybody listening, has kind of turned into it. its own SHOT Show. Okay. Mm-hmm. So now, what do you a for effort, David? <laughs> what 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 what, what hey, cues hey, do you hey, take hey, to take a shot? So you're saying that we're we're a premier expo for uh for people who want to know uh, information about their industry and uh like the shot show where they go to find out no, everything no, about I'm, guns and it's one of the premier shows you're, in you're the United getting, States. You're becoming way too cerebral. What I'm saying is that. <laughs> Aria really is a freak that is really ruining Free Talk Live. That's what I'm saying. And that's somehow compared to one of the premier uh, gun expos in uh, Las Vegas? You're going way too anal on this, Johnson. Yeah, it, it's because of a different word But, I mean, the SHOT Show is a fantastic expo where people come from all over the country, what, even the world, to it? come find out about guns You're welcome in the for United my service, States. David. No, David change thinks I'm ruining Free Talk o. Live. Change the letter O to the letter I. Yeah, we got it, dude. Live. It's just not funny. I thought he was. Wait, I don't. No, I don't understand. How does this relate? Because the Shot Show is a great expo where people go to find guns and get all this information about like the newest guns and technology and like what's coming out and like see exhibitors. The, the, yes, the there way, are literally thousands of people that travel relates. for this event. The way it relates is that shot is spelled S H O T and free talk live. Thank you, English S-H-O-T. professor. S-H-O-T. Yeah, we get it. And no, don't do it. That's, yeah, we get it. Yeah, we but that's it, not dude. what it's just not funny. Yeah, it just doesn't, doesn't make sense because that expo, I mean, I'm people travel. Funny, I think you <laughs> I think I think what's happening is you 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 made a really good analogy because people go like thousands of people travel from all over the country to go to this to find out information about the topic that they're interested in talk live it's freak talk live talk radio you cunt troll i don't think you i don't think you actually understand how these things work you see people are interested that's right i don't understand anything i don't think i don't understand johnson 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 (laughs) so yeah so so are you going to the SHOT Show? Are you interested in guns? Are you going to the SHOT Show? It sounds like you're interested, just like you're interested in Free Talk Live, and you're listening to us right now. But I am calling into the uh, Oh, I can't say it, can I? No, Free Talk Live has become a Yeah, David, we, we get it. We get it, and you're listening. Yeah, you're listening. And just like you're talking about the SHOT Show in Las Vegas... 
You're Bye, also David. talking about that, too. Bye, David. Have a good night. <laughs> <laughs> I would hope, I would hope that you appreciate that what made this segment a shot show, as it were, was your call and nothing else. I thought he was taking shots every time we said something quirky. Like every time Johnson does like a Bernie Sanders voice or something, or I thought he was saying that we were a premier source for information about a topic that people are interested in. <laughs> the expo, and that thousands of people might literally travel from across the world to come and get information, just like they do to Vegas to go get information about the uh, you know premier and news and information. I don't about think that guns. was it. But I hate when he calls at the end and, le- and brings us t- such a low note. Call well, the, he's usually pretty entertaining, but this time he seemed to just be very um, upset. Well, well, of course, because you've ruined the show. Yeah, well, what can I say? Oh, <laughs> uh, and I'm getting messages from mouth-breathing Dullard. Uh, Good God, this guy is just disgusting. Yeah, you will have to just block him eventually. I've, never, I've, I've only never blocked stop. one person in my <laughs> life. I, I'm trying to keep it that way. I hate blocking people. I might just have to. I, I mean, I hate blocking people, too. He is the only person I've ever blocked on Discord, and it's just because it becomes tedious to deal with him. Yep. So this this software, Clearview AI, that pulled more than 3 billion images from Google, uh, YouTube, Facebook, etc., has been used by more than 600 law enforcement agencies, according to the company, and it obviously declined to provide a list of who those companies were. The computer code underlying its app, analyzed by the New York Times, because that's who you would want analyzing your computer code and not like Red Hat organizations Mm. or anything like that, includes programming language to pair it with augmented reality glasses. Now, that's exactly what they're using in the uh, Xinjiang provinces in China to monitor and identify the Uyghur population. So, you know, again, like I'm talking about databases that could be pulled together. So imagine if they had a database of registered firearms owners. Then the police could have a little pop-up over your head that has your name, your address, your phone number, and whether or not you could be possibly concealed carrying. And or anti-vaxxers. And or homeschoolers. You know, who knows what kind of information this could be tied to. They, if they have access to facial recognition, they have an identifier for you, and they can tie that to any particular database of information that they want. Yeah. And, and if, if the public gets wearing... access to this, that's when it starts. it's going to start to be really outrageous. Well, I'm more concerned about the cops having access to it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I can't imagine a scarier world than the American police running around wearing their Google Glasses identifying people at a glance and finding mm-hmm. out everything there is to know about them. Bench, just drum and, up and bench warrants. Isn't it already illegal for them to just run people's license plates as they drive down the street? I mean, that's essentially what In New this, Hampshire, but not in many other states. Uh, well, that's essentially what this is, only in a much broader scale. Mm-hmm. And there will be no protection against it. And more than 600 law enforcement agencies are already using this database. And it's not just them. It's used by a handful of other companies for, quote, security purposes. I imagine among those is Walmart and Target, who are going to use it to identify past shoplifters and automatically have them escorted back out of the store. Or if you get banned from one Walmart for shoplifting, you get banned from all of them because they're all going to share the same database. None of this is good. It's a Pandora's box, and I don't know what to do about it because the box is open. Mm. People have always wanted it, and now it's here. Well, maybe uh, anti-face recognition hardware, like veils, glasses, some kind of glasses yeah. that actually, sh- you know, 
you know, shoot off a uh, hologram or something that changes your your facial construction and tricks and tricks but, these devices. But you'd have to wear that twenty four seven, and then of course you'd have signs get put up at Walmart and Target saying, "Hey." You cannot enter the premises wearing one of these devices. Okay, your glass. All right, regular glasses, are not sunglasses or anything, but they're just like the glasses I'm wearing right now, and they shoot lasers out all over the place, and they distract any cameras that are trying to hone in on your face. I can see it working. Just lasers. Lasers will save us all. <laughs> so, uh, facial recognition technology obviously has always been controversial. It makes people nervous about Big Brother, and I think it should, especially with what the Chinese government is using it for in mm. the Xinjiang province. And a lot of them like it, by the way. A lot of who like it? The Chinese. Well, the weakers don't. The weakers do I mean, not like it. That's the, ones the, that, the ones who can't get on a train, or they can't get a job, or they can't get credit. Well, uh, the Republicans here, the bootlickers here, they're going to love this as well. The Democrats will love it. Oh, we can we can take a glance and verify that your child has been vaccinated. We love this. And the Republicans, oh, well, we can identify people who have passed drug convictions. I think both tribes will like it for different reasons, yes. Yeah, and that, that's scary. Anyway, I want to also say thank you to Ryan Lange, who was yesterday's silver amplifier. Again, head on over to app.freetalklive.com to check that out. Or just go to freetalklive.com and check out the show archives going back more than 10 years since podcasting even began. Thanks for listening. We'll be back same time tomorrow. Again, head on over to freetalklive.com or check out the video feeds at dlive.freetalklive.com.